Welcome to Activations with JJ, Ascension Diaries, Part 5. Hello, I am so glad to have you here today to join with me as I give you more insights into my personal experiences with Ascension. I've already done several other episodes prior to this one, and I hope you've enjoyed listening to those. I definitely have really found a lot of uh, insights as I've gone back and revisited some of my experiences through producing these different episodes, and it's really made me think about them. I definitely haven't necessarily written all of this down, and so I'm glad that I'm taking the time to at least use this as a way to record what is happening with me. If not for you, then at least for, you know, other generations that will come after me. And that's just a really interesting thing too, is just to think about where we are in history and what role we play. I've received information as I've channeled several times concerning the fact that we're kind of like pioneers in this energetic shift. And Many of us, again, are way showers and forerunners, and there's another word and I cannot think of what it is right now, but really we're, we're sort of just on this new frontier and it's really not a new frontier. Uh, many of us have lived past lives where we were already in an energy like this. The earth started out in an energy very similar to the energy into which it is entering at this moment in time. In other words, uh, this is like a cycle and in a circle. I've gotten that so many times. You can listen to some of my previous episodes on the podcast and on the channel where I have definitely stated that. Really, it wasn't me stating it. It was actually whoever I was bringing through and whoever I was channeling. But I get that feeling so many times. I remember when the ancient ones, when I channeled the ancient ones, that's really what they called themselves. And they were talking about how the old becomes the new and the new becomes the old. And so really I feel this sense that what we are returning, we're returning to something, not necessarily stepping into something brand new, but that we are returning to gifts and abilities and experiences that were very normal for beings on this planet at the beginning of its creation. Now you can uh, research a lot about why it quote-unquote, fell out of that energy. Um, I do believe at the highest perspective, if you were to analyze it from the very, very highest perspective, and when I say that, I mean there are layers of densities that view things different ways. Just because something is channeled doesn't mean that that is the only truth. There are always different perspectives there are always going to be uh, beings and energies that see things from their eyes and we'll see things from our eyes. And I like to take it all in with, with a sense of just observing, noticing, and then I integrate what feels right for me at that moment. And in, uh, in related to that, I actually change my perspective a lot. I've changed my opinion on a lot of things. And as you listen to my podcast, you may have things that don't resonate with you and things that do. I don't propose to say or try to say that 
Everything that I say is something that you need to latch on to and believe with all your heart and mind. It's something that you can take and think about and ponder. Go to your guides and ask spirit and discern for yourself what information you heard um, is for your greatest and highest good and what you might want to integrate. So honestly, um, as I as I tell you about these, I'm being a little bit vulnerable, but again, I'm doing it in a way of just offering you information, allowing you to sift through it and deciding what, what works for you or what uh, resonates for you and what serves you. So today, I'm actually going to talk about something that's related to a Pleiadian energy calibration that was published earlier this week on my YouTube channel. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, you do have to go on the YouTube channel. It's not on my podcast platform. But this particular Pleiadian energy calibration was for the ocular system. Now, just so I can give you a little background, because when I do the energy calibrations, I don't say anything before them. I literally just head right into the channeled message. But I would like to tell you a little bit about those in case you're wondering how like how they came about and how they work. Basically, uh, I think I just started off by considering how the Pleiadians do have wonderful healing gifts and they actually have instruments that they use. I've definitely been a recipient of their, uh, you know, their work, I guess you could say. I've invited them in, I've used my own free will, and I've done meditations where I've definitely felt them calibrating my DNA and my energy. And I actually wanted my listeners to be able to experience that in kind of a systematic way. In fact, they actually wanted and sort of proposed that it be done in a systematic way and in little chunks. Um, I know that if we were to go through the whole body all at one time, it would be quite overwhelming for our systems. And so I know that they were wise in suggesting that I do these on a weekly basis and I go through different systems. This week I did the ocular system again and Each time I've sat down to record a guided meditation uh, from the Pleiadians, I've known exactly what system they wanted to work with at that particular time. I do get a little bit frustrated sometimes when I'm channeling because I feel, I'm like everybody else, I'm very human and I feel a little bit inadequate in what what words are coming out of my mouth because I feel like what they do and the energy they portray is so much more than words. And I know that along with what I do, my, my intention is that their energy will come through to you and that you'll all connect with them on an energetic level. Just my podcast, you know, my or my video is kind of like a doorway to connect to their energy. But even still, I just feel like sometimes I can't get the words out that I want to say. Um, but hopefully everything is received in the way that it needs to be received by the listeners and it still can come through. And every single time I do feel like there are pauses, I know they're doing their work and I just kind of step out of the way and let that happen. And I do encourage you if you listen to them to allow yourself to surrender to that. Don't get too caught up in the words I'm saying. Really try to tap more into the energy and get yourself into like almost a like a meditative hypnotic state with those energy or with those sorry with those guided meditations. Um, so yeah, that was that's the kind of the format that I've done them in and that's what I've done so far. And again, if you haven't listened to all of them, go back and see all the systems. It's been fascinating to me to experience them. The reason why I'm talking about the ocular system today, um, or at least that med- that meditation today, is because I wanted to go through with you some of the ways that my ocular system, that my eyesight, that my sight has changed 
And it's been really super fascinating. It started, it started like a year ago and I was on an airplane flight and I was looking out at the sky and I started seeing these particles floating in the sky that I've never seen before. It was like I was seeing them through a filter of some kind or a special lens of some kind. And at first I thought they were like little floaters in my eyes and I kept blinking because I'm like, oh my gosh, those are like, do I have something wrong with my eye? Like I feel like they've got those floater things in my eyes. And I actually asked, <laughs> you know, what are these things? Um, they were different things. Honestly, I, I'm not going to go into exactly what I was taught those things were that I saw because in uh, subsequent experiences that I've had looking at the sky and the same thing happening, I've noticed that they've, I've been taught that they were different than the things I saw before. So really what I've been told from by spirit is that those have been things that have always been there, but I haven't noticed before because my eyes weren't, I guess you could say, quote unquote, like calibrated to see them. I do know for a fact there's a reason why we don't have our spiritual eyes and our energetic eyes opened all the time or opened when we first get to this planet. One of the reasons is because we choose to experience blocking some of that out. We choose to experience going straight into the 3D. If we were still connected to all those higher densities right when we came here, we wouldn't know what it was like. Like we came here and go, we went, we're like, we want to know what it's like to be 3D. We want to know what it's like to see only 3D. And we did, we have, but I'm shifting as many of you are. And I have asked to have those senses kind of returned to me and those sensibilities returned to me. And so I now have definitely had physical sight um, restored in a way so that I can see things that not everybody else can see with their eyes, which kind of makes you feel a little bit weird sometimes, but um, I don't always just go around saying, can you see that? Or do you see that? I just kind of take it in and I just ask my guides usually what, what is that I'm seeing? Or right now I'm just practicing. Honestly, um, I think this is going to be a journey. And so what I do and what works for me, and you may find what works for you, but even in the ocular energy calibration that the Pleiadians just did, uh, I heard them say the same thing and I was like, I knew it. But they were talking about how when we look at the sky, the sky, I don't, I didn't channel a lot of information about why when we look at the sky, it's just easier for us to see different things. But I know it because when I look at the sky, that's where this new eyesight is most apparent to me. It's, it's harder for me to notice different things beyond what I've always seen in the 3D when I'm just living my day-to-day -day life and looking at everything. Um, like auras, like a lot of people can see auras. I don't necessarily see auras. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily see auras. I probably will get to a point where I can see colors around people and all of you can. I know we all have the ability to do it. We just have to activate it and, you know, get our, get our sort of physical 3D self out of the way so that that can come forward. Um, I do feel like there's a reason I haven't. I, I get overstimulated really easily as an empath and a highly sensitive person. And it would be hard for me, I think, personally, to live my day-to-day -day life. Um, I have a lot going on in my life and I have a lot of different energies coming in and out of my life and around me all the time. And I know that if, and I'm talking about people, <laughs> and so I don't live a secluded life by any means. I am definitely around people a lot. 
And I know that if that were layered on top of the sort of sensory things that I'm going through and just energetically, even though I don't see it, but energetically and then auditory, I hear you know, lots of voices, lots of talking. And then that would be on top of that, probably a lot for me. Um, but I, I do a lot of my readings when I do one-on-one sessions. I can see things, but I have to close my eyes. So I look at the person and then I'll close my eyes and I'll often see them in a different lifetime. Um, I'll see them uh, like in spirit. I'll see, you know, I'll see their guides uh, and I can see those things, but it's really hard to explain clairvoyancy unless you've, unless you've sort of started tuning into that. And I look forward to doing some special Zoom trainings and sessions for people who are interested in that. It's kind of funny because this is also part of my journey. It's kind of like my Ascension Diaries, but um, I haven't really felt the need or the desire to form a community or to gather people per se uh, very much over the last several years in this journey. I've almost always done one-on-one, but Spirit has been telling me not only should I focus on one-on-one, but I should start gathering in community um, and you've probably heard that be channeled through some of my different episodes where spirit is telling us and that the energies are telling us it's time to gather, it's time to form a community. For me, that's probably going to be logistically better um, if I just do Zoom meetings. And so I plan on doing those. I It's a big step for me personally to start doing group Zoom meetings and trainings. But as a way shower, I'm beginning to see how Many people are looking for that and looking for just like, how do I channel? How do I see things clairvoyantly? Like they're wanting it. They're thirsting for it, honestly. And to be able to put that out there um, is a privilege for me. So be on the lookout for those. I'm not exactly sure what they're going to look like yet as far as the structure and the timeline, but I will be publishing information about those like on my social media and I probably will be promoting them on my YouTube channel as well. If you are interested in kind of knowing a little bit more about what I'm planning on doing or just want to be kind of alerted to things I'll be doing in the future, you can send me an email activationswithjj at gmail.com. But I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this particular episode for now. I hope that some of it resonated with you. I'd love to hear your experiences. Please, 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 in the comments, let me know if you had interesting experiences with your site like with your anything related to your site or clairvoyancy how has that been activated and then lastly if you have not listened to the pleiadian energy calibration for your ocular system i highly recommend you do so hop on over to either my podcast or my youtube channel and make sure you listen to that right away or at least when you can be in a meditative state so until the next episode Please, please know that the divinity within me honors the divinity within you. Namaste.